In this time of uncertainty, as the Western Church is forced into home churches, Open Doors is standing with you. We're releasing a mini podcast series to help you and your church follow Jesus and strengthen your faith. We are one body, one church, one family, and we're stronger together. Hello, everybody, and welcome to another episode of House Church by Open Doors. It's Mike Gore here in the studio sitting with my co-host, as always, Josh Scotto. Good to be here, Mike. I'm so excited. We've had over 1,400 people sign up in the last week to Volume 1 of House Church by Open Doors. That is a crazy amount of people. We are so excited. Thank you so much. And I realize listening to this podcast, it might actually be one of the first times that you're tuning into what we do. So thank you so much for being here. Um, each week we are planning to release content that will help you follow Jesus in isolation or throughout all of this COVID-19 craziness, um, helping you run a church from your home or your small group or over Zoom um, because your congregation can no longer meet together. Yeah, Josh, it was awesome to see on social media people gathering in their living rooms, doing Bible studies around the resources we sent them, watching the videos, using the kids' resources. That was a personal favourite of mine because watching the girls, I've got two young girls, but watching them do the colouring sheet, talk about the gospel, read the scripture and story, it was just such a fantastic moment where I realized, I guess, the power and the potential of this house church product. And look, we truly believe, Joss, that as uncertain as these next few months can be, they can also be a time where we go deeper in our relationship with God, a forced slowing up of life. And while we isolate physically from community, we can still stand with one another as church, supporting each other and providing hope as we tackle the upcoming challenges that COVID-19 may present all of us. Yeah, I believe that's true, Mike, especially at the moment. And these episodes come out week by week. So I hope that they're full of super relevant content for you guys. And we can speak into where society is at right now and what is happening. It honestly feels like the world is changing, not even day by day anymore, but hour by hour. And I mean, in Australia this week, we've seen the closing down of pubs, non-essential services. Gyms are closed. The beaches have been shut. We can't gather in our churches anymore. And even our weekend plans of visiting cafes or hanging out with friends, they have all changed. And we are, you know, trying to self-isolate as much as possible, cancelling all the plans that we can. And while these are really important precautions, we need to take a moment to consider how they can impact us as people. And you can't help but feel a little bit rattled by the way that our lives are rapidly changing. And it is actually quite isolating and it can it's increasingly lonely. Yeah, Josh, and I think that self-isolation aspect is probably one of the most interesting parts to it. I mean, for me personally, because if we're no longer able to work or socialize or do all the previous things that would have occupied our weeks, well, it's actually forcing us to slow down. And I'll tell you what, it actually feels really uncomfortable. It reminds me of a conversation I had with a friend, Ron. He used to work as a Bible smuggler for us and at one stage was a journalist for Time Magazine, but now works with Open Doors International. And basically, as we talked, he told me about when he was able to meet with the Chinese revivalist Wang Mingdao. For those listening to this podcast, you may have remember Wang Mingdao's story from last week. But the thing that I remember from talking to Ron was, well, he met with Wang Mingdao after his release. And so he was already well into his 80s and and a little bit, you know, getting old. And Ron said, oh, a bit of a scattered brain. But anyway, as, as Ron sat down with him to interview him, I remember he was talking to him about faith and life and everything. But Wang Mingdao was confused. He was Oh, on that day, Ron said to me, well, Mikey had actually lost his false teeth and his hearing aids weren't in. And he just said it was really hard to get any sensical kind of statement from him. But then in one moment of absolute clarity, Wang Mingdao looked at Ron and said, well, how do you follow God? And Ron answered with all of the typical things. He said, I read my Bible, I pray, I'll go to church or all of these kind of things. And Wang Mingdao interrupted him and said, no, 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 that's the wrong answer. 
He says, to walk with God, you must go at walking pace. And Josh, I think that question means more for us now than ever before, because when was the last time you went at walking pace with God? Mike, I think that's a really powerful question and one, to be honest, that I've kind of not wanted to look at for the last couple of weeks. We you know, met with Ron a couple of weeks ago and heard that story for the first time. And if I'm honest with myself, I can't remember the last time that I went at walking pace. I've been so busy. Um, I think we all have. And up until now, we've constantly been overloaded with work, with family commitments, with seeing friends, with paying bills, with cleaning our houses. We rush through life wishing for more hours in the day, but never changing our lifestyles to be anything less than a chaotic blur. But it does make me wonder, Mike, where is God in all the rush? Have I left any space for him? I find that statement really challenging. To walk with God, you must go at walking pace. That is such a grinding and unnerving statement for someone who always wants to run ahead. And yet it's exactly what God is calling us to do in this season. I'm not good at nothingness. I feel like if my entry to heaven was based off my ability to be still, then Lord help me. My husband will tell you I am a busybody. Like I cannot sit still. I'm always running around in a flurry of activity, a whirlwind of constant working, cleaning, multitasking until I inevitably fall in a heap and promise myself that I'll balance my life out better going forward. And if you're anything like me, and I'm sure there are plenty of people out there who are, uh, you'll know that this has terrifying effects on spending time with God. Be still? What do you mean be still? I don't have time for that. Can I multitask by doing something productive while I be still? Can I guarantee that this time with God will be a productive use of my time? I think the most terrifying thing about isolation for me is it actually forces us to look inwards towards the things that we've been avoiding if we're honest with ourselves. To go at walking pace with God means you have to have conversations, real ones, undistracted ones, unfiltered ones. There's no room to hide. There's actually just endless space to confront the things that you've not been looking at, especially within yourself. Yeah, that's a really, that's really full on statement. Honestly, hearing all of that, I'm, it leaves me almost lost for words. The, the part of the story that, that a lot of people don't realize is that actually, well, Ron was able to catch up with Wang Ling Dao many years later. In fact, it was only a few months before uh, Wang Ling Dao passed away. And Ron was talking about their first catch up. And I remember he told me how well I sat with Wang Ling Dao and I said, you might remember when we first met, I asked you, well, how do you walk with God? And you told me, well, you have to go at walking pace. And Ron said to him, surely God can go at whatever pace he wants. Mm. I mean, God created time. He can go at light, speed of light if he wants to. Mm. And Ron sort of said to me, well, Mung Ming Dao paused and said, no, you have to go at walking pace because God loves his garden. And again, it was one of those gnomic kind of statements from a incredibly influential Christian in China who lived through unimaginable struggle. To walk with God, you must go at walking pace because God loves his garden. And that was it. No more statements. Ron said, I left and it was almost like, again, nothing was closed off for me. But as I sat with that thought, he said, I realized actually, well, that's what the Garden of Eden was. He says, God used to walk with us through the garden. Wouldn't it be tragic? And, and hearing what you're saying a moment ago, Josh, wouldn't it be tragic if we spent our lives running through the garden yeah. and not walking with him? And I think ultimately for me, that's what this isolation is about. What do we do in the face of distraction? How do we develop a relationship with God yeah. at walking pace? Because for me, I'm so driven by activity and busyness like you that it rarely leaves time for God. So maybe this notion of isolation is actually a God-given opportunity to recalibrate and find a greater depth, a greater meaning, a greater cadence to our faith walk with God. But that's all we've got time for today. If you're loving this new House Church by Open Doors resource, then please let us know. You can comment on the podcast. Please share it online if you're willing to. Tell your friends about us. 
send us a message on Instagram or Facebook. And don't worry, there's more to come. Like we said at the start of this episode, every week we'll be releasing a new House Church by Open Doors podcast. And to sign up, all you need to go is free, opendoors.org.au. Make sure you tune in next week for House Church by Open Doors. God bless.